Hello and you're very welcome along to the Content Academy podcast. My name is Phil McGrath and welcome to episode 55. We are on our fifth and final day of our selection box challenge, which has been going swimmingly well. Uh, five days in, one more blog post left to write. And before I get into explaining exactly what that is and why we're doing it, I just want to have a big shout out to everyone who's got this far. Really enjoyed reading the articles. If you are falling behind, I want to offer you some support. We will leave them all here. You can come back, listen to them again. I don't really care if it takes you longer than the day we've said. What's important is that you get through them and get these types and styles of blog posts out and published into the world because that way we can add them to our arsenal for christmas and of course heading into the new year so if you're finding us for the first time today you can head back and listen to the first of the five day challenge back on episode 51 so it's content.academy forward slash episode 51 to get a listen to the first of our challenge um podcasts and indeed our first challenge before i get into today's show i just want to let you know that we released a black friday deal yes everyone seemed to have one so we figured you know what why don't we it'd be rude not to we've just confirmed the date for our next one day workshop which is a social media and blogging workshop it will be held here in dublin in ireland so unfortunately folks if you are listening to us elsewhere unless you're making a trip to dublin it won't really apply but we've had a black friday deal up since uh yesterday and uh, it's been going really well we are offering really super early bird tickets to our next event which is the 25th of february 2017 and those tickets are on sale this weekend only for 29 euro yes the last tickets were 79 euro we're doing a super early bird special uh, in honor of black friday and the fact that we've just confirmed those details and it's 29 euro to come along for the one day social media and blogging workshop so if it sounds like something you're interested in i'll put a link in today's show notes where you can grab your ticket immediately Again, it's episode 55, so it's content.academy forward slash episode 55 for the link to grab your ticket to our one-day social media and blogging workshop. But that's enough about that. Let's get into today's show. You are listening to the Content Academy podcast where we teach online businesses how to create raving fans with their content. So let's get to it. Yes, we are into the fifth and final day of our selection box challenge. It's been great fun, I have to say. I'm really enjoying reading the articles that you guys are posting over on the Content Academy Mastermind group. I'm really enjoying reading those. And today's post... I have entitled a monetization post. Now, it's a little bit sneaky of me because it's not really what it is. Or is it? Well, the truth of the matter is, it's actually a review post that I want you to write. But the reason I've called it a monetization post is that a lot of people are looking for ways to monetize their blog. And a review post is actually a great way of monetizing without you actually having to give it the hard sell. And I'll go into a little bit more about the selling side of the blog post uh, as we get through the podcast. But first, let me just explain to you why review posts are so important. Now, for a lot of you listening, you may think, well, I write review posts regularly. This is nothing new to me. It's not a style of uh, blog post that I struggle with. 
But I'm going to urge you just to listen on for a little bit longer. And uh, I've got some extra reading as well on the topic, which I'm going to point you to. So just bear with me. Give me a couple of more minutes. If it's not tickling your fancy, by all means, at this point, you can switch off then and uh, go and create a review post based on how you've been doing it. But I'm going to go through some stuff with you that might just make it a little bit easier and a bit better. You are listening to the Content Academy podcast. Yes, there's quite a few reasons as to why review posts are so good for us and our blogs. The first one is, of course, their searchability. The amount of people who will be searching for reviews of products is pretty high. So by having reviews of popular products within our niche, there's a good chance that we can get found on the search engine result pages. And really, if you optimize in any small way, and certainly if you put a good bit of time into your optimization of your blog post, well, then you're going to get found for your review. They are also very shareable in terms of people finding these uh, articles and review products and they will share them with friends because let's be honest, we are a very social bunch. And when we're thinking of buying something or going somewhere, we always tell our friends, you know what, I'm thinking of getting or I'm looking to buy or I'm looking at going to here and or getting a service in, maybe it's a cleaner or something along those lines. These things we do share with our family and friends. And when we find a review, especially a good one, we're likely to share it with people because it will get shared with a little bit of a, a tag to the person and say, here, this is what I was talking about. And your review then gets shared. So from that point of view, review posts are very shareable. They also get conversations going if you are looking to build engagement on your blog well then this is a great way of getting conversations and comments started on your blog specifically on that thread you can ask the people who are reading your review to submit their own review of the product or whether they felt the product was good bad or indifferent or if they even just agreed with your review and the big one is they build credibility if you do it right and i'm putting a big if if you do it right, you will build a lot of credibility with your audience. And that is very important. If we assume that someone has found our review and has never really come across our blog before and they read our review, find it credible and trustworthy, they are more likely to come back to us again. Whereas if we don't do ourselves justice in the review that we write, they will not come back. So really it's up to us to make sure the review is on the money and that people enjoy it. So they're just some of the reasons as to why review posts are so good. And the big one, of course, that I kind of mentioned at the top was monetization. Review posts are brilliant for that purpose because you're not actually telling people buy my stuff or buy this product or buy that product you're just reviewing it now again it must be done honestly and transparently but you can explain to people with a little disclaimer that there's a link to the product below should they wish to buy it and that if they do so you would receive a, an affiliate commission or just you would receive the money for the sale of that item so i would put that in there but it's a great way of selling products, or especially if you're an affiliate for a product, where you can review the product, assuming it's good, of course, and then offer a link to buy the product. You are not giving it the hard sell. You have reviewed the product, given your honest feedback, and then left it up to your reader as to whether they want to buy it. 
and indeed buy it from your link which would give you some commission so there are just some of the reasons as to why review posts are so good for your blog now they can also be pretty damaging um, and I have gone into uh, more reading on this. I've just released an article over on the blog entitled How to Write a Review Worth Reading. And in it, I've gone through some 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 tips when it comes to creating a review post worth reading. It's not all rocket science, some of it is fairly self explanatory. But yet people seem to forget about these things when they are creating the review post. So I've listed them all out there for you to have a look at. I do suggest if you're someone who does create review posts regularly, you go and have a read of it. And certainly if you're taking part in the challenge and writing a review post, I would urge you to read this article first. It won't take you long, but it will change hopefully how you perceive your review posts and indeed how you write them and there's a couple of things that i just want to draw your attention to when it comes to writing review posts and it's something i've seen done time and time again that i just want to highlight with you if you have been given a product to review you need to state that but don't give it a favorable review just because you've been given the product to review remember the chances are you've been given the product to review honestly so try and do that just because it may not be in the company's interest for you to give it a bad review or indeed in your own personal interest for you to give it a bad review i would still urge you to be open and transparent with it you don't have to slate it from high heavens there are ways of course that you can explain to people what you didn't like about the product without absolutely ripping it to, to sunder but you still need to be open and transparent if someone takes your review as gospel buys the product or the service or goes to the place you're reviewing or takes a trip and it turns out to be absolute horseshit, they will not come back to you. Your reputation has been sullied. You will get the trust of your audience if you give an open and honest review. And even with the flaws that you point out, if the pros outweigh the cons, they may still invest in the product or the trip or the service. Not everything is going to be 100% gold. People know that. So point out some of the flaws that you found if there are. I think people are more likely to believe a review post if it's not completely, this is brilliant, this is the best thing ever. No one's no one's really that stupid. Everyone knows things have flaws and there are little flaws in everything. We expect them, which is flaws in us as human beings. So you need to maybe point out some, some flaws to give it a well-rounded view of a review. People who see one who doesn't that don't have any flaws are going to be very, very skeptical. So bear that in mind, be transparent about the fact that you've perhaps received the product or the trip or whatever it might be in return for a review, but also don't give it a 100% glowing record if it doesn't deserve one. There's always going to be a couple of little things perhaps that you, you don't like quite like personally. It may not be a flaw with the product or the service, but just in your own personal taste. And trust me, if you point that out to your readers, they're far more likely to take action on your review knowing that it is open and honest that's the main one for me there's other as i said there's there's loads of other ones i've gone through in that article which i'll link to in today's show notes it's content.academy forward slash episode 55 for all of today's show notes so really what i want you to do now in terms of our challenge is to go away and find a product you can review 
I would like you to review a product that could have some monetization in it. And the reason I want to do this is to show you that you should be giving your audience a chance to give you something in return. Now, I'm saying that with a big caveat because I know some of you listening work for non-for-profits and some of you just blog because you like to blog. You're not interested in making money. That's fine. If that's not what you're into, I completely understand it. That's okay with me and everyone else. You can just review a product or service out of the goodness of your heart. There's no qualms or quibbles from me. If you're working for a non-for-profit, perhaps you're looking for donations. So maybe you could review something and ask for donations in terms of that. So maybe it's a review of an upcoming event or a charity drive or a collection coming up to Christmas. You can review maybe the impact um, that that charity event or drive could have on the uh, on the organization and look for donations. Maybe Maybe that's how you do it. But I would um, state that if you are looking to try and monetize your blog somewhere down the line, maybe you haven't started just yet, this is a great way of doing it. So pick a product, I want you to review it, and where you can have a link to buy the product that is going to get you an affiliate commission, or indeed if it's your own product, I would probably kind of steer clear of reviewing your own product. It's a bit biased, but certainly you could review a product and then that was similar to yours and then offer yours as an alternative with a link to purchase. Now, if you're struggling to find something to review that may have a monetization element to it, don't worry about it. Plow ahead and just review something anyway. I'm conscious that you don't want to spend too much time faffing around looking for something that you can review that could potentially have some monetization in it. And let's be honest, if you find something to review that's absolutely terrible, you're not going to offer a link for someone to buy it anyway. But where possible... And I think we all in the back of our heads have an idea of what we could do. I'd look to try and maybe get an affiliate link to a product. And you can do that by signing up very easily to Amazon's um, affiliate program. You can sign up there, find a product that you own, that you've maybe stuff you've bought on Amazon already, and review it on your blog with the affiliate link to the Amazon product. Very simply done, and with the amount of items that Amazon sell, I'm sure you can find something that you own or have used or have good knowledge of that you can review and offer an affiliate link to that product. Other ways of doing it are to reach out to someone who has their own product. You can ask them to send you the product in terms in in order so that you can review it, or you can buy it, review it and then send a review to that person for them to publicize. Because if you own a product and you have an unbiased review that someone has sent to you and it kind of is a favorable one, well, then they may be more likely to share it. So it's another way maybe of driving traffic to your site. And just to give you an idea of how things like this can work to your advantage, back in 2010, I came across a fantasy football app that I really, really liked and I was using. And I decided I wanted to write a review about this app so that our readers of our blog could see the app and perhaps get the same benefits I was getting from it. So I reached out to the developer of the app and asked them, would they mind if I reviewed it? Now I stated clearly that I wasn't looking for a free download of the app. I already had the app. I used the app. I loved the app. and just wanted to make sure they didn't mind me reviewing it just out of um, common courtesy, I suppose. Of course, the, uh, the, the developer was more than happy for us to review the app. And it built a relationship there. We sent the review to him. He was able to see it. He shared it. And we started to form a relationship. 
that same developer ended up developing our iPhone app, which subsequently went to number one in the App Store. So it just goes to show you how something so simple as a review can spark a relationship which could be mutually beneficial to everybody. So bear that in mind. But that's what today's challenge is all about. We want you to create a review post, hopefully with a bit of monetization thrown in. You are listening to the Content Academy podcast. Yeah, so that is today's challenge. Create a review post with a bit of monetization thrown in. And don't forget, some of the blog posts we've created earlier on in the week, like a list post, there could be elements of a list within your review. The embedded content, there could be an embedded video. Maybe it's a, a video from the of the product itself, or it's an embedded picture of the product, or maybe it's an embedded um, Instagram update from somebody who somebody else who has used the product. So is there a hashtag associated with the product? Maybe you could search that and see what people are sharing on Instagram and Twitter and so on and so forth. So I would urge you to go over to content.academy forward slash blog. Check out the article I've written, um, which is how to write a review post that gets read. There's a link in today's show notes at content.academy forward slash episode 55 to that. And also don't forget our Black Friday weekend ticket sale, which is a 29 euro ticket to our one day social media and blogging workshop on the 25th of February 2017 here in Dublin city centre in the Fitzwilliam Hotel. So that's it from me. Thank you very much for your patience and attention over the last five days of our selection box challenge. Now I am going to ask one question of you folks if you wouldn't mind. Should we keep the challenge going? Now, I don't suggest that we have a blog a day every day. I think that might be a bit much for us all to keep up with. But in terms of keeping the challenge going where we could issue a blog style maybe once every week or two weeks or once a month even just to keep things fresh and give you the perspective of another style of blog post that you could be producing for your blog. So if it's something you're interested in keeping going, please do leave a comment in today's show notes. It's content.academy forward slash episode 55. And let me know if it's something you want us to keep up and certainly if it is uh, of the popular opinion we should keep it going we will issue a challenge we'll uh, we'll come back and figure out when's best in terms of the frequency of the challenge but we will keep the challenge going maybe as i said once every two weeks or once a month something along those lines so that's it for me thanks very much for tuning in i look forward to reading all of your blog posts over the next coming days and uh, until next time folks have a great day